Scarantino, and this is the Get the Fuck Off podcast. Every week, I'm going to be talking about a new topic to help you guys get the fuck off the shit that doesn't serve you anymore. But first, let me tell you a little bit about me. I used to work as a bartender, and I lived in the New York City bar scene. I smoked between a pack or two a day, and I was what you'd call quite overweight. I learned that the secret to adopting a healthy lifestyle is a series of mindset shifts. Unfortunately, they don't always come with an owner's manual, so I decided to start this podcast to give you guys the nuts and bolts without you having to do all the research on your own. Getting healthy does not mean you have to sacrifice your outstanding personality, and it actually can be quite a fun journey. I'm really excited to have you guys on that journey with me. Let's get off together. Welcome back, everybody, to the Get the Fuck Off podcast on this last day of February. Can you tell how thrilled I am about that? The last day of February 2022. We had a Tuesday last week. We had a short week last week. I felt like it just flew by and then I had calls on the weekend and I'm just... Really grateful to be back with all of you. I wanted to talk about some stuff again today, obviously. I want to talk about some stuff. It's a podcast, but I'm back by myself this week, which I was not the last two weeks. I had two incredible guests, and I always love having different voices on the Get the Fuck Off podcast so that all of you can really hear a different perspective. And that's, I think, what what I want to start with is a different perspective. I sent an email to my list on Saturday. And the email was all about when people are having a conversation and when they're receiving information versus when they are not. And I'm actually not going to talk about that at all on this podcast. But I am going to talk about – well, I'm not going to talk about the the email. But I am going to talk about the former, which was the part about receiving information. And I want to let all of you know as you listen to the Get the Fuck Off podcast that you – right now are only able to understand and I was this way as well as well uh, you are only able to understand within the scope of the concepts that you know so I can explain things to you but for example last week my podcast with Allison I bet a lot of you guys might have had a hard time with that because Allison and I were bringing up a lot of heavier concepts like limiting beliefs intuition we even touched on the the topic of time very briefly and I remember I, I said something about time not being linear and Allison was going I don't know your audience wants to listen to that and I was like yeah we probably could skip that but if I said that to you right now just just let's use that as an example because this is the greatest example if I said to you time is not linear your life is a complete whole you do not experience things past present and future you experience them all at once just the human experience that perceives it as moving from past present future but it's actually not linear at all you all would be like what the fuck? That, that doesn't make any sense to me. And he's really stupid. I don't know why I'm listening to this. I'm going to go and watch Euphoria. Well, that's because you haven't read books on quantum physics yet. And that's probably why that concept doesn't make any sense. And there are lots of books that will help broaden 
your ability to understand. And I, and this is why I wanted to bring this up. And I, and I didn't mean to use the stupid person voice. I really apologize. It's just that was the voice that came to the top of the tip of my tongue because when I was not making any moves in my life, when I was in complete and utter stagnancy, I was not reading anything. I think I, I mentioned this in a previous podcast where I read like 10 books in the course of like eight years. It was ridiculous. Like between from when grad school ended, all right, seven years. Grad school ended in 2013 and I think I read 10 books up until 2020. And now I have read, I, I mean, it's such an extensive list of things that I have read over the last couple of years since I started working in personal development. I mean, it's just outstanding. But I, I can't get enough informa- information into my head fast enough. And this is actually a Tony Robbins concept. I borrowed this from Tony Robbins when I listened to the Audible of Unleash the Power Within. I listened to it like... I don't know, uh, 2020, it was 2020, and he said, I, cu- I couldn't read enough, I want to compress decades into days, and the more information, I am an informational learner, and it does help you when you hear concepts that might not make sense to you on anywhere, and, and if you're not quite understanding how, and this does apply to the very basic level things. So I'm not just talking about big advanced concepts for the sake of us talking about philosophy. I'm talking about things right down to like something like intuitive eating, which the majority of women I know just can't wrap their brains around. And I, I just, I would encourage you all to go out and read. Please read. Um, even if you if you start working with me, it is a it is a requirement that you read. The people that don't read don't make progress the way that the people who do read make progress. That is absolute fact. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it because there is no teleportation system in the road from A to B. But you can walk quickly. So, for example. If you, if you follow the steps, if you show up every day, if you're consuming information, and if you're, if you're being able to have a routine and a rigor, you will make progress quickly, even if you're just doing 10 minutes per day of something. If you're not, you won't. That's it. Um, I keep notes with my clients every day. We do it like a volley. I mean, it's not really every day. It's kind of like every, every two days or something like that, just to make keep things fresh in between meetings because change happens in the here and now and the clients that participate in that do better than the clients that don't and that's just reality I mean it's just facts I can't change it there is a level of commitment to showing up that has to happen and a lot of transformational coaches don't talk about this rigor because a lot of transformational coaches have not made fundamental transformation in their lives but I have And I will tell you that I have spent my life forcing myself out of very small constricting boxes. I come from a cognitively rigid lineage in a very poor area of Pennsylvania. And I have had to force my way out of that sort of constriction, that uterine kind of, I don't even want to know what to say. It felt like it felt like such a, such a fucking box. And I had to force my way out of that when I was like 18, 19 years old. I had ideas about what I wanted my life to look like. And there wasn't really a single person in my social circle at that time that could tell me that what I wanted was possible. And that has sort of been the theme of my life. The theme of my life has been people telling me that things are impossible and me having to basically say fuck you and go ahead and do them anyway and I I mean even when I and and hospitality was just another gross box that I ended up in and it's 
it's almost like I subconsciously put myself in these co-creative experiences. If you believe in the universe, this is a little bit, this is a little bit out there. Um, but it's my podcast, so I can talk about whatever the fuck I want. Um, but if you believe in the universe and you believe in co-creative experiences, you know that you have actually chosen all of your experiences ahead of time. So I think that it's very interesting that I end up in these constricting boxes that I have to keep pushing myself out of like a fat baby's head sticking out of a ripped vagina. Like I just keep having to go, okay, here's another one. Oh my God, is it an addiction? Oh God, is it another man? You know, and, and is, it, is your horrible personality again? <laughs> is it your abandonment issues? I mean, what is it, Andrea? Uh, but it's always something, and it's just been one after another after another. And real transformation happens when you do a couple of things. So first, I, I did mention the learning. Yes, please learn. Educate yourself. Want to know everything there is to know about the type of person that you want to be. Who do you want to be? Okay, what does that person look like? Do you know how to get there? No, read a book. Read another one, read another one, read another one. Talk to other humans, ask questions, ask them for book recommendations, read another one. And then you do have to do the inner work because your identity and the person that you believe you are is going to be the person that shows up in the world. I'm going to use service industry employees as a great example because this is one of the stickiest fucking industries that you could ever be in. And I talk about it a lot because I was in it for a really long time. And I know all these people that are like, I just can't get out. It's been 10 years. And it's like, that's actually true. That's how long we get stuck longer than that. And what ended up happening was that I, 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 after, COVID I figured out why exactly I was stuck but some people never figured that out and the biggest issue that I had in the world and why I couldn't get out of it was because I didn't believe I was anything other than that like I had limiting beliefs in areas that kept me from being able to interact with other people it doesn't matter how talented you are um, I'll use an artist as an example because actually I really I have a lot of people in my life that are artists but if you're an artist but you only see yourself as a server or a bartender then you're not going to show up as an artist you're going to have imposter syndrome you're going to think why am I around these people they're not going to respect me they're them and I'm just this and you're going to see it show up and it's 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 going to keep you it's you're not going to jump at opportunities you're going to overthink things you're going to withdraw you're not going to talk about yourself you're going to you're going to try to get through life speaking about yourself as little as possible and no one's going to know who you are you're going to die a nobody that's just how it is you have to promote the fuck out of yourself but if you don't believe you are the person that is showing up in the world that you want to be if you don't believe you're that person and you just believe you're a lowly whatever the fuck then that's who's going to show up and it doesn't matter what your job is I just use that as an example because it's my closest frame of reference and it just happens to be really really sticky and it also happens to be filled with people with low self-esteem because when people treat you like shit for years and years and years on end because they're hungry and miserable and tired which has nothing to do with you but you have to smile through it yeah yeah you start feeling really worthless it really makes you feel like a, a load of human crap and that's not your fault uh, but it is your responsibility so the limiting beliefs that you have about yourself usually start, they start way before that. They start before you end up in the shitty relationship, the shitty job, the shitty whatever. They start when you're young and you start telling stories. And those stories go on throughout your life. And as you tell those stories, you get wound up and wound up more and wound up more. And what we do here, I mean, like what I do with my clients and what coaches do is we help you peel back the layers so you can see your own stories and you can see that they're they are just stories like that's it they're they're not real 
Like just start telling a new one. If, if I guarantee it's that easy and it doesn't seem that easy when you first start. It seems terrifying, but just start telling a new story. Notice the story that you tell because the person that tells the story that they are whatever they are, let's say business owner, business owner, because I am now a business owner. Can you believe it? What the fuck? Um, business owner. Let's say you're a business owner and you, you, you say it to yourself over and over and over again. I'm a business owner. You have to say it before you're a business owner, by the way. You have to say it like before. And the reason that you have to say it before is because the proof comes after. This is a concept that a lot of people do not get. But we don't get the proof and then go. We go and then get the proof. So if you are not yet a business owner, but you want to be a business owner, I am a business owner needs to be an affirmation that you say every morning. And you have to believe that you are a business owner before you will become a business owner. Why? Because let's say you were, I don't know, a bartender before you were a business owner. Not that I would know anyone like that. But if you were a bartender, let's say before you were a business owner. Well, if you believe that you're a bartender and you think that you're a bartender and you and that's all you associate yourself as you're going to show up in the world as a bartender probably sleep until like 11 or noon or one or two and maybe like two hours this week I'll work on my business because I'm a bartender by trade I mean I want to be a business owner but right now I'm just a bartender Mm. no transformation is you show up as the thing you want to be before you are it so if you are a business owner you even before you have the business you show up every day as a business owner And you start building every day. Thump, thump. My podcast from a couple of weeks ago. Thump, 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 thump. That's what I was when I started. And being a distance runner was the thing that taught me that so, so clearly. It taught me that so clearly because I understand how long rewards take to pay off. So I did train for a half marathon. I started in June. I ran the half marathon in October. It was very slow. It was very hard, but I was able to train for a half marathon in that time. I think that that's realistic, actually. Uh, But I lost most of my fitness because, like all new runners, I made the mistake of I stopped running, and I realized how quick that went by the wayside. And it wasn't until I started really showing up regularly and putting in the work every day, long running every week. I mean, taking care of my body and fueling it appropriately, eating the right things, paying attention to it, doing all of that. Did I start to actually see the changes? And the changes are still happening. Like if if you looked at me now compared to me of four years ago, there have been subtle changes in my muscle definition that has has just continued to accelerate because the law of, I don't know if this is exact, but I'm going to bring it up, the law of accelerating returns or basically um, accelerating returns or uh, exponential growth. Those are two concepts that can vaguely apply to this. Now, obviously, that's not exact because there's all sorts of, um, I'm not a mathematician, but what what I'm going for with this is that what you see in health and what you see in business, I'm starting to see it now in business and I saw it really quickly in health, was that the longer you do it and the more you build, the faster the returns come. So yes, you do, yes, have to put in time where you're not going to see the reward. You're not going to have the evidence that it's working. Like you're just, it's just not a thing. You're going to show up and your body's going to look the same and you're going to show up and 
your business is going to look the same. And you're just going to show up. And these are the things that are going to happen. And you just continue to show up. Show up, show up, show up, show up, show up. It's thump, thump. Like that concept from that podcast that I was talking about before. And I started this podcast really with these ideas of you won't understand all of the things that I talk about because they are concepts that are built on layers of work in personal development. Now, I know that the marketing aspect of things would say that I shouldn't talk about this. What I should do is I should figure out the very basic place that you are at right now, which means that I should look at people and say, oh, I'm going to teach you how to lose weight. Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to do that. Um, and it doesn't have to be that hard. I could do that. Sure, I could do that. Um, but unfortunately, that's just a behavior change. That's just a food choice. That's just a, you know, an activity level choice. Those are just basic choices. Oh, but they're basic, Andy. Then, then why is it so hard for me? Well, because your identity doesn't encompass a person that makes those choices. What does that mean, Andy? Well, here's the work. The work is here. That's why I'm talking about this. I'm not talking about that. So that's why I, I do sometimes go up because I think human beings are a lot smarter than they give themselves credit for. So there's this coach that I follow and I think that she's fucking brilliant. And I saw something that she posted recently. She's brilliant. I mean, it really, it really attracts a lot of people. And um, she'll be talking about those, those very base level things like, oh, well, this, this weekend was a lot more enjoyable because I wasn't binging. And uh, I think that that's fantastic. And all of you listening probably really relate to that. Kind of like a lot of people really relate when I do Stop Drinking podcasts. But there's only so much you can say. And like after that, what is there left to say? Baby, you got to do inner work. That's what's left to say. Like that's what's left. So that's why, that's why I'm saying these things. I'm saying these things because that is why I am here. And I, I think you guys are a lot smarter than you give yourselves credit for. I think that you know that your behaviors are, are just who cares like who cares about your stupid behaviors you know like oh you used to eat like shit once upon a time and then you didn't for a while and you lost a whole bunch of weight and then you started eating like shit again and then you gained a whole bunch of weight and then this has been your life for like the last 30 years it's like well that's just a behavior that's just a behavior well but why do, do you are you in this struggle why are you in this vicious struggle my mentality Oh, that's your limiting beliefs. That's what she means by limiting beliefs. Actually, I still don't get it, Andy. Can you explain again? Absolutely. You don't believe that that lifestyle is for you. Someone told you somewhere along the line that it wasn't for you and you believed it and you've been repeating the story over and over and over again. I actually had a woman actually say this to me once. She said, well, I just believe that it all has to do with the media and my parents and I just fell for it and that's it. And I'm like, and you continue to fall for it every single day for like the last 30 years. Yeah, you fell for it once upon a time. And, and who do you think is the person that gets to interrupt this cycle? Would you believe it if I told you that somebody 30 years older than that person is still in that cycle? I bet you would. Why? Programming. Programming based on limiting beliefs. Programming based on limiting beliefs. I know you guys are smart. See, this is why I'm talking about this stuff. I'm not going to tell you what to eat. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, you really shouldn't have sugar. Like, you're not stupid. You fucking know. You fucking know that if you eat, you know, tons and tons of sugar every day for your life, you're going to fucking not be too healthy. 
you should you know that like I don't need to tell you that you see that every year in January on the good morning America five second special on how to fix your body in the new year that nobody fucking does you don't need me to tell you how to eat okay you just don't you're not you're not an idiot I'm here to talk about the belief systems that you have in place to keep you smoking and drinking and and overeating and not getting a new job and not getting out of your relationship and letting your partner treat you like shit and all these things that you just keep running the programming with and and you just you just keep going you know you, you just keep going with it and uh that's the work that is the work. So I, I went I went through a couple. So the limiting beliefs. Uh, reading as much information as you can. And if I didn't touch on this already, I am going to touch on it because one of the most integral parts of transformation is thump, 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 thump. You need to show up every day. Has it been four days and you haven't shown up for yourself in this area, but you know, you've done something else for four days religiously? Hmm. Thump, 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 thump. I don't care if it's one thing every day that takes you two minutes because two minutes over four days is eight minutes versus no minutes. Yeah, we could take it down to minutes. People are always afraid to take things down to minutes. When you stop drinking, sometimes it's got to go to minutes. Like sometimes you just need to get through five minutes and then you need to get through five more minutes and then you need to get through five more minutes. And uh, sometimes sometimes those minutes can seem like some of the longest minutes that, that you could ever experience, you know, like, like when somebody hurts you and uh, you're trying not to react to them. I, I actually deal with this a lot with my clients. A lot of us have this this struggle where we want to react to people who hurt us. We want to hurt them back because they hurt us. And we want to, we really want to just, just slap the fuck out of them. You know, we just, we just want to fucking make them pay for what they did. And well, the truth is that most of the time what they did, I'm using air quotes, what they did is is usually an assault that was caused by us. So the assault doesn't usually come from the other person. The other person usually smacks you across the face one time. I'm not talking about physical assault, by the way. I'm, re- I'm really not. I, I think there's absolutely no excuse for physical assault. Like none. This is not about, this is not about like serious heinous uh, offenses. Like assault, like, like I'm not talking about, oh, somebody beats the fuck out of you and you should just be like, yes. You are, you're, you're beautiful and I, I, I want to suck your dick right now. Like, no, that's not what I'm saying. But I, I'm saying like if you get into an argument with somebody, this is, uh, and, and the heavier stuff obviously is, is another, something altogether different that I would be more than will, willing to entertain a, uh, an actual face-to-face conversation if that's something that you're going through. But this is just about like arguments you have with people. Somebody says something or does something and it hurts you. And what did they do versus what's really happening like somebody says something mean to you and then to them they just said something mean but what happens is a lot of times we make what they say mean something so much deeper about ourselves because we tell stories about ourselves so like an example would be like if I like when I was working at the restaurant if somebody made a slap and said oh you're just a loser that works at a restaurant well they said something mean and their perception is I said something mean to Andy well Andy's perception isn't just what they said. It's also 10 years of 
being egregiously stuck in something that she's unhappy in. So that, to me, would have been something so, 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 so heinous. And they just think, eh, I just said something mean to Andy. So if that person apologizes, usually the apology is not worth a shit. It usually isn't enough because we're the ones that are dragging ourselves, dragging our beautiful skin across hot flaming asphalt like that's what's happening we're the ones that put ourselves through hell and they really didn't do anything like right like right now I'm 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 very hurt by something that somebody did uh to me they don't know that I know about it um but I know because the universe has its way of letting me know things (laughs) and (laughs) I really wish I didn't know because I really am upset uh but I, I And all I want to do is just, I just want to go, like back about five or six years ago, my friend Joanna used to call it Go Blue. And that was when a a person, uh, an angry person, will open up a text message and just type out the most venomous crap that they possibly can, paragraphs upon paragraphs upon paragraphs upon paragraphs, and send it so the entire screen is blue. That was her definition of going blue. I have in my life many times, now in my 20s particularly, gone blue on people where they would just receive blurbs and blurbs and blurbs of text. And what was really happening was, number one, those people never read it. They never read it. They're t- and I was the one that continued myself, like involving myself in the toxicity. Because if somebody is provoking that strong of a reaction in you because of something that they're doing, how are you handling it? Like, are you, are you going inward and you're like, okay, well, what is really happening here? And what do I need to do? What do I need to look at? Why, what is it about me that's reacting to this particular thing? Or are you just screaming venom? Because venom is, is not usually ever received. Venom is usually ignored and responded to with fuck you. So how many times do you put yourself through that arduous hell of needing to be heard? Like needing, needing, needing to be heard. And, um, and, and just not being, and, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm putting myself through it right now. I, I'm going minute by minute here. I mean, <laughs> it's minute by minute. I've been recording this for 25 minutes and eight seconds, and I have felt it in the back of my mind this entire time. Like you disrespectful fuck. You are so dead to me. Like you are just the scum of fucking earth. I fucking can't stand you. Um, but I'm not, but I'm not. Like what what is that gonna do? Like what is that gonna do? Now I get a choice in in all of this. I can go blue, I can send all these gnarly words, I can I can send the words, I can I can say my piece. And I'll look like a, a like a crazy person. Yeah, because like, because this person has no idea where the hell this is coming from, because this is all based in Andy Scarantino's story. Or I can take some time and decide what's best for me and where it's coming from. Now, I've already kind of worked out why I'm why I'm upset. Um, But what I've decided is that it's what's best for me is that this person is no longer welcome in in my world. They're not welcome. They can make their peaceful exit. They can go whenever, whenever they feel. Um, seems like they already went. So like, eh, you know, enjoy yourself. Uh, but they can go. They're, they're able to go. Uh, I'll, I'll see you uh, next incarnation. I hope that you do better next time. This is all, by the way, 
my very giant ego speaking, this is not my higher self. You are hearing my ego right here because I have one. I'm a human. Um, but I got to take it minute by minute. I got to take it second by second. And I started all of this with daily deposits and putting in the work every day. And if you're not able to put in the work every day, how the hell do you think you're going to get through some of the, the stuff? Because what happens is when you become such a fast reactor to shit, you're not, you're, you're not able to control it well when you're that way. You're not able to control it well. And then your life becomes a mess. And then you're having fights with people all the time. And then there's drama around you all the time. My life has like no drama. There's no drama in my life. If somebody is rude to me, I realize that it's about them. If somebody does something egregious that is a deal breaker for me, I leave. Like I, there, there is no other option. There is no other thing. I mean, this is, this is how, it, how it goes at this point. Because I, I don't want life to be hard. I want it to be easy. And I want it to be filled with people who are going to respect me and love me and be around and honor me. And uh, that's kind of that's kind of where I'm at. This took an interesting uh, turn from the beginning when I was telling you all to read. I do encourage you all to expand, expand yourselves. A lot of this inner work that you do is is much easier when you hear voices besides yours and the and and your other voice because you kind of have two most of the time. Some of us have more than that. You know, you have your your head brain and you have your heart brain and then you have your higher self and you have your gut brain and you know you have all this all this going on and me because you're listening to me and I love that you're listening to me and I would not be here speaking if I didn't have the wisdom and the knowledge and the compilation of the ideas of so many people so please read books work on yourself and show up every day thump thump and I have enjoyed having you here on the last day of my least favorite month of what has been an okay year so far like it's been an okay year Uh, I've enjoyed having you I've enjoyed having the space to talk about what I love to do but also to just bitch (laughs) because I did a bit of that And uh, I'm going to be back next week with another episode of the Get the Fuck Off podcast. If you have not heard, I am doing something new. I have been leading what I call the Western Rebellion. So you can find that at breakfree.getthefuckoff.com. You can sign up to get my Western Rebellion emails. I highly recommend a lot of these structures – that are keeping you stuck in our system and, and keeping you feeling honestly like when if you feel like shit, it's it's probably to do with Western society. It, it probably has a lot to do with it because there's a lot of programming that Western society instills in us that doesn't serve us. And uh, what I've been doing is um, once a week or sometimes twice a week, what I'll do is I'll be sending out uh, emails that are designed to help you rewire the way that you have been trained to think. Because you have been trained to be a product-producing peg, to be shoved into a slot where you have this proverbial fucking ladder that you think there is a top of. And there isn't. We 
do our best and we get the most when we like when we work out of places of curiosity and love and joy and people can shit on that but I'll tell you what when I was working at Bubba Gump this is going back to maybe 2010 I think it was 2010 and there was a manager there and her name is Alexa and she's she's wonderful I still follow her on my socials I remember there was this one night and there was some sporting event on and I still to this day don't watch sports because I, I don't care um, but there was some sporting event on and what I used to do when I was young and angry which I didn't realize I learned from um, from people in in my life that were that I grew up with um, not my mother but but other people was that I used to shit on those people when they would be having happiness like if somebody was happy or somebody was experiencing joy I would I would I would shit on them I would say something mean like why do you care about this what's the fucking point of all this what's the fucking you know and this is how I used to be and I it was what I it took me like 10 years and it took me up until maybe even 11 years I think it was like this last summer that I finally pieced it together but it really was just old stuff about people having a collective experience that I don't relate to because of loneliness when I was young but also that I was just reared in it I was reared in a in a adversarial environment um with some very adversarial people and I didn't know what joy was, but until she, but what, but Alexa, I, I started, I don't know if I actually, I'm kind of talking in circles. So if I'm repeating this, I apologize, but I was saying nasty shit about the, the, um, the people that were celebrating this sporting, whatever it was. And she said, why can't you just let people have joy? Like, and why can't you? And she started like saying something like that. Like what, what is so wrong with people having joy? And until she said that. I had no idea that I did that and I didn't even know what joy was but I realized at that moment that I didn't have it and that they did they had it and it was it was something that I knew needed to shift at that moment um and I and I wasn't raised with with joy I, I was raised with those lower vibrational emotions of competitiveness and anger and like all of these more standard things and I, I do blame Western society a lot for that. So that was just one example. But there's a lot of things that I was brought up in that I didn't realize, even though I was always very anti-establishment, I didn't realize how much the system really did force on me. And uh, now I want to share all of that knowledge with you. Because uh, sociology, of course, is still a sweet spot for me. So I love to, I love to exercise my ability to share sociological concepts with all of you. So sign up, breakfree.getthefuckoff.com. You can just visit me on getthefuckoff.com as well. But definitely breakfree.getthefuckoff.com. Um, you can also email me if you have any questions about anything or just want to talk about anything I talked about in this podcast or suggest something that you want to hear about in a future episode. Andy, A-N-D-E-E at getthefuckoff.com. I'm going to be back with another episode next week, guys. Until then, take care of yourselves, stay safe, and stay beautiful.